You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm telling you, this could be this could be really big for Is me. Is this going to be your big money maker? No, I mean, if you think about it, have, have you ever heard of the Wiggles? I think so. Yeah, I have friends who have kids, okay. so I think I've walked into the room when they've been playing. Oh, yeah, they're obnoxious as hell. They're really annoying, but they make bank. They make so much money. I'm thinking, I'm thinking if I can cash in on this. I mean, just think about it. How many child rapping How many Wiggles are there? Do you, know? do you want to be like the No, I don't want, I'm not going to be like the Wiggles. I want to cash in on that money, and I could be a rapper for kids. I think that's exactly what it is. So not a rapper for Jesus, a rapper for kids. No, rapper for kids. Okay. Yeah. Oh, this is a great thing. So you're like speaking to the kids? It's a great day. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internets, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right, we've got, we've got a bunch of stuff that's coming up on today's show, including this. We're going to be joined by some special guests here in a little bit. Alex no. Falcone. Yeah, not one, but two guests. And Anthony just, Lopez. Yes. Alex Falcone and Anthony Lopez. They're going to be uh, stopping by here in just a little bit on the show to talk about their show that's coming up this weekend. And we'll talk all about that because we actually did their show. We did. And it was awesome. I think we did their last show, right? Was it the last one? It was. I think it was like uh, in February. Yes, that yes. sounds right. Yes. You're, you're asking with a question as though I, I have a speak or with January. authority. It was this year at some point and See, it was very fun. What and... you just did there is passed it off to me and then put all of the all of the fault is on me then if I don't get it right. Because it's like, oh, yeah, in February. And then if I say yes or no, then because uh, I kind of have to say yes or no at that point. You do. You have to commit to And then to one. I'm going to be the one that's wrong because I can't question it back to you. That was that was a that was a nice bounce up. Thank All you right. to Mr. Jenky who says it was January tenth. It was January tenth. It exactly. was. I remember it was right after. And the that New is Year. of course uh, Mr. Jenky to explain that in our live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. Woo-hoo. All right, bunch of stuff that, coming up then on today's show. But yeah, this is this is something I've been kind of brainstorming this today, and I think you know we all but know the that Greg's list yesterday, and then today you've been brainstorming like you're really well, on a roll. I think I'm kind of finding where it is, finding my niche here because you know we we have our side jobs, and I've been. We all know that I'm a very, very good rapper because I did win a rap battle that do, we had, a Fun Employment Radio rap battle. I won it on stage. I won a battle on stage, Sarah. There's a picture of me in the green room of me rapping. That's true. So you're still trying to find like your special specific niche. Yeah. Like, of course, yours is acting for the most part. But, you know, mm-hmm. acting jobs come and go and they aren't like a constant, you know, steady source of income. Right. Yeah. Whereas no. I do my animal painting, which I can like, you know, do it any time. Yeah. Yeah. So it isn't like set to a limit. Right. No, but kids so always have money. I want to take the kids' money. That's what I want. That's this is. It's like a growth market. That's where I can go. There's always going to be kids, and they'll always have money, and I need to take it. And so this is this is the way that I'm looking. You at You want to make your profit from stealing young children's allowances? Well, not stealing, not stealing from them. I'm not going to steal having from the them children. gift you their allowances. Um, yeah, basically. Okay. By but I'm going to I'm going to do it like all of these other things that you know they try to say. Oh, it's for the kids. It's for the kids. Like the like the, I keep bringing back up the Wiggles, but it's because I heard somebody talking about them the other day. Is it and like I a, them do you up. want to be like a Teletubby? No, I, no, I don't want to do that. I think they sing songs. Do they? And you could wear like a fun outfit. Yeah, but with a weird somebody, on your head. somebody is raking in the bucks from the that thing. Okay, you know, and it's they don't care about the kids. 
It's not about the kids, but you kind of, but you got to do that. So anyway, what I'm saying is, uh, I, I think I could, I think I could do this. I could write like inspirational, like educational raps for children and then go around to the schools and then they just like cut me a big check. I do have That's to how that you, works, right? Inside the chat, uh, they are being quite supportive of this decision. Really? Uh, Eddie in the chat says, uh, Greg's finding a special purpose. Uh, Nipple says, uh, I really like the kids rapper idea. Your stature won't intimidate the children necessarily. <laughs> See, I'm down to their size. You're it's like on the same do. level as them. Yeah. There you go. You're like the less scary old guy yeah wait a minute what because you're not like the looming hulking creepy old guy you're just the shorter smaller creepy old wait guy. so they're gonna be confused and think i'm another i'm just a, just a weird like, looking hey, child kids what up and then wear like a backwards hat is that what you're talking about i might have a backwards hat i'm Maybe not sure a gold about that chain with a big g on it i'm not, I'm not sure because are you gonna do like your own version of it ain't nothing but a greg thing baby oh my god is you're more embarrassing do? than i am that is. Wow. I find that hard to believe. I that was that, that was pretty bad. No, no, I'm not going to do that stuff because they're not they're not going to know that. Like it's got to be things for the for the for the children's. You know, I'm going to rap for the kids. That's okay. what it's going to be about. Right, so I don't know what this... I don't know what my name is going to be yet though. That one I haven't figured it out. I haven't I haven't exactly come up with my DJ name. DJ Greggy. No, it's not going to be that. I mean, because you already know I have my my Australian rapping name. That's the other persona that I have, Crocodile Dungee, and you know that's that's a whole different thing. Because I can put out different albums for different audiences. I think that you should be uh, G-Nibs. G-Nibs? G-Nibs. No. No. What's up, kids? It's G-Nibs. No. No. I don't. You're not helping at all. That's No. That's That, that can't be it. It's not G-Nibs. Not G-Nibs. G-Nibs has a special kind of flow to it. And it's not intimidating because Nibbler's like the least intimidating name ever. So you could be like G-Nibbler. Just go by uh, the Nibbler, Nibman. The Nib Man? The Nib Man. No, no, because that's that's already... Because kids like the name, because that's a silly sounding name anyway, and so they'll like... What's the... silly about my name? What are you implying? I'm saying it's a fun name There's for kids. There's nothing fun about the last name, Nibbler. For kids to say. Uh, no, no, I, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want kids making fun of me. I'm like, I'm rapping to the kids. G short nibs. All right, somebody's suggesting a DJ fun size. <laughs> MC Nib. The DJ Fun Size sounds like something. I don't know. That's uh, uh maybe I just sounds gotta, like you're some kind of fetish. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I don't really know how to say it, but yes, that sounds like something else. DJ Fun Size. No, that sounds uh, like about, I'd be at some like late after party at a warehouse somewhere. <laughs> DJ Fun Size. Like you're paid to like dress like a cupid or something, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> run no. around in a diaper. <laughs> what? <laughs> I I don't even understand. What about Lil Greggy? No, I'm not. I'm not calling myself Greg. MC Milky the Clown. You could incorporate this into your clown act. Well, that's my cl- side clown act, and that was what I was talking about yesterday. I was, you know, as I'm trying to narrow this down for side jobs. You know, I was looking at this the clown money sure. that you talked about. That mm-hmm. you're the people that live next to you, or, or I don't know if they live next to you, but they go to the shop next to you. How they're just, you know, making money hand over they fist are. from these little they are they're these just little brats show up and like probably tax free too. Yeah, they're just taking money from a bunch of little brats and taking like, little grubby taking grubby five dollar bills, but one five at a time. That whatever that hey. shit adds up. Hey, that's mm-hmm. fine. I'll take a snotty five dollar bill. That's fine with me. So, I mean, you're doing there's that idea, and then this, you know, my obvious well known rapping career that that's burgeoning, and combine those two and instant. Ka-ching. All right. Well, do you know that you can actually do like child rapping, like rapping I mean, geared toward children? I I like, was thinking about think, it. Do you know things that kids even like? No, you don't have to know anything. Like you I just have to tell, teach I them think about. In like in order to target a certain demographic, you have to know what they like. No, they're I just don't... kids. Like you tell them that uh, you know staying in school is cool. 
Stuff like that. Staying in school is cool. Is that your rap? That'd be I one of I think I learned them. that in my uh, drug abuse my... resistance education in 1991. Oh, so you yeah. gotta, you got to make it a little, a little newer than that. Why? Why? They're kids. They don't know the difference. Old is new to them. So yeah, I can just say that. You know, the stay in school. Stuff like that. Like, well, why don't you like, give hey, us- hey, kids, if you want to be cool, I'm here to tell you now you got to stay in school. You know, stuff like that. And then I'll be up there, like, rapping to them. The kids will, like, dance and stuff. And they'll be like, hey, remember to go by the golden rule. And all those kids skip it are covered in drool, you know, and something like that. Because it's kids, you know, and they, like, think all drool's funny. All skipping are covered in drool? Well, I don't know. I couldn't find another ool that would rhyme there. That was the you best one I could do. You ran out of ools. I ran out of ools. Because I had to get this one. So if you've got to act... And and if you act up, you're gonna sit in the corner on a stool, you know, because like the dunces sit in the corner. On I don't the stool. think they do that anymore. I don't think in this day and age that it's, it's like Mr. T upon. said, "I pity the fool," because kids love Mr. T. So it's like, the, and then you have Mr. T in there too. I think this can this can really work. You know, I'm explaining it to you, but the kids will get it. I think you're you're the one that's not. So getting what other seeing. topics are you gonna cover besides kids who skip? Class are unfortunately um, covered in drool, and then you're also totally dating yourself by talking about wearing a dunce cap in the corner. Yeah, don't don't kids still have to do that? Dude, they don't even uh, like gender associate children anymore. They're called like purple dinosaurs or something. Like, I don't think they're going to be oh, really? isolating. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be isolating some kid who's done something stupid in the corner with a dunce cap on. Oh, I'm saying I, you live I, in I a guess different, I, it's a different. Time. I never had to sit with a dunce cap, but it wasn't implying that. I did have to sit in the corner though and stare at the corner before. I talked about that in um, when I was in CCD or the Catholic education. Thing, the Catholic classes you got to take if you're Catholic. Kids, if you grew up Catholic, you know what I'm talking about. Mm. You have to go to these classes, and there was... Oh, CCD? Uh, yeah, CCD. Uh. And Mrs. Estrada, uh, she did not like me. She did not like me at all, and she made me stand in the corner Mrs. for Mrs. Fajot did not like me either. Oh, yeah. I mm. remember Mrs. Fajot. You're talking about mm. that. Uh, so, anyway, all right. So, they don't sit in the corner, but they do know Mr. T. I mean, Mr. T. Everybody loves Mr. T, right? Kids will be into that, so that's fine. So, I can put that up I there. don't think kids know who Mr. T is. I think uh, they probably would know who him. Who doesn't more. know who Mr. T is? They'd probably know him from. Doesn't he sell like? Doesn't he hawk a bunch of like shit on the like as seen on TV network now? I don't know. I think he does like microwave like some fancy like. I remember seeing him like cook a chicken or something. He's Mr. T. Yeah, and I think that well, the audience for said, Mr. T has changed. Now the audience for Mr. T wants to buy his like microwavable chicken box. Like Mr. Thing. T said, "I pity the fool," you know, and then all the kids will. I I think they'll like it, uh, you know. And then I'll, I'll rap about that stuff. Um, you know, I'll talk about uh, you know going to history class and like stuff like that, and you know, and, and and different kinds of things, you know, to encourage them to go to school, and then they'll pay me, and then money. Give me another sample. Give me another sample of your money-making uh, Well, I mean, I haven't had a chance to write them all out. Okay. So. Do you so, want me to find like a, a, no, a beat? No, I don't need a beat because I'm, I'm just going to be, you know, I'm going to go in there in class and I'll have my boom box, which kids all love boom boxes, and I'll play that. Thank you. Vicky then, in the chat uh, says he sells Nutrowave ovens now. That's what they Mr. are. Mr. T does? Yeah, they're like microwave oven things that can cook a chicken. I wonder if we can get them on the show to talk about it. I bet we could. We've got we've got an autographed picture of Mr. T hanging in our green room. I don't room. want to talk to Mr. T about microwaves. I will. I don't care. It's Mr. T. He's cool. Plus, it'll he? help with my cred for for the kids. So, all right, we'll we'll see if we can get him on the show. Yeah, and you know, I'll be like, uh, I'm hopping on the school bus all by myself, and ask growing up to have my bags on the shelf. You know, and talk about that because then you know you get on the bus, but the shelf's too high for the for the kids because I'm like. All right, you're not getting that one. All right, so uh, I roll into history class, going to learn about the past and getting an education. It's such a blast, you know, because it's fun. I encourage them to think, it's, to think it's fun. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, I'm still working out the rhymes. I'm still working on those. 
and then stuff like that. Reading and writing and arithmetic. You know your times tables? Dude, that's sick. Oh, God. Do they even say arithmetic anymore? I don't know. Sure they do. It's reading and writing and arithmetic. Reading and writing and arithmetic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Kids don't even write anymore. Oh. They don't even know how to write, I don't think. I don't think they're taught how to write anymore. They just start taught how to use keyboards. And Again, the chat said you should also do raps about Corey Haim and Corey Feldman as long as you're being culturally relevant. Maybe you can talk about how dreamy Tiffany is. Tiffany was too old for me when I was a kid. Think about that sentence. And then think about trying to be culturally relevant right now with other people that you liked around that same age that weren't too old for you. Well, I mean, I could rap about the princess in Neverending Story. Kids still like yeah, her, Yeah, she's right? like 42 now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Well, I'm just saying... Now, what do you want to do? Do you want to be like a street performer? Do you want to do this in... Well, now like... you're throwing up, blowing up my whole business model here. No, basically it was to go into the schools and then they pay you. And then, you know, you make a whole bunch of money. That's kind of how I was figuring this would work. You want to go to schools and do your raps and Yeah, school? that's what I would do. I'd go into the classroom and I'd rap to them and then, you know, the teacher cuts you a check. So going to like throw a protector. That's a how that works, right? Protractor at you or something. Yeah, they just cut you a big check right there. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is, this is how this is going to have to work. What, what are you doing over there? Nothing. I'm just looking at all the comments about you um, trying to associate yourself with the with the youth of today. Are you going to talk about like texting? Like you have to do like real life things because now there's all this technology that's part of their their lives. Kids get phones. I think so. Oh, or at least they're aware of what the phones are because parents are constantly texting. You know, all right. on their phones. I don't have to talk to them about like sexting or something. You should that's probably a... tell them not to sext. <laughs> well, now that's just going to feel weird. All right, so I could. Um, okay. All right, so rapping, rapping about texting. Boy, I don't know. That's a tough one to rhyme. You can rhyme texting with sexting. Well, I, I can, but I don't know if I really want to go straight for the sexting warnings. I mean, unless kids are really a lot older than I, than I think. They're growing up a lot faster. I think they are these days, Greg. We sound like old people, but it's all right. You know, they aren't just the same as they used to be when we were kids. Um, huh. All right. Well, i got to think about this now. Okay. Okay. Well, I think that you have a pretty solid start. Okay. All right. But you have to think, like, if you want to do, like, an album. Well, I still need a name. So somebody's going to have to come up with a name for me. That's going to be one of the most important things. Somebody needs to get – I need to get a, a child rapper name. <laughs> there were names about – there were many, many good names, like the DJ Fun Size. No, those ones are not good. Mm-hmm. Those are not good. I'm not going with <laughs> DJ Fun Size. That sounds creepy. There's nothing creepy about what I'm doing. It's not a creepy thing. I'm going in there to, to help to help. No, I know it's and, not a creepy thing. I know that you're just trying to make a profit. Yeah. No, I just want their money. I know you do. Yeah. You know. Take a little snot's money. That's fine with me. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, help them learn and stuff. I think the way to their hearts is by calling them little snots. Maybe you should call them, like, shit apples as well. Yeah, little shit apples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me your money, shit apples, and I'll rap for you. And stuff, something like that. All right, we'll have to think about that. Okay. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on from that. So tomorrow night, Sarah and I are going to be taking part in a, a comedy show. A an comedy actual show. comedy show. Well, we won't be doing comedy. Well, no, but we're going to be there. We're going to be part of the show. We'll participate in a way. We're not. Are you going, going to do stand up? Is that Shut what you're planning? Shut up! Don't even joke right. about that. So <laughs> we're going to be participating in Adam Posse's uh, show that's going to be happening tomorrow night. That's Thursday, March twelfth. It's called "Funny Humans Take on a Game of Horse." So essentially, this is what it is, and and Adam has organized this. So there's going to be three comedians: Bree Pruitt, Scoot Herring, and Nariko Ott. 
which you've heard all of them here on Fun Employment Radio. Mm. So they're each going to be performing, and the way it works is they get three minutes to tell a joke. So there will be like a topic that's given. They have three minutes to tell one joke. Each comedian gets a turn, and then after three minutes, Sarah and I are going to be the judges who determine whether they get like an H-O-R-S-E, like an actual game of basketball horse. So we have to pick one of them to get the... The letter, basically. Yeah, one or two. I mean, the way horse works, I mean, they could all three get the get, not get a letter. But the thing is, you're out once you spell horse. Oh, that's how horse works. Do you know how horse works? I actually? know how horse works. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so so that's what it's going to be. And we're going to be the judges for it, which is going to be awesome and kind of intimidating, too, because we have to tell somebody pretty much that, no, your joke wasn't, yeah, and it makes wasn't me as feel, funny. I know, and it makes me kind of feel nervous and like an asshole because I'm like, okay, yeah, you're a professional comedian and you're really good at what you do, but yours wasn't as good as that person's. Yeah. Which yeah. is just a little nerve-wracking. That's what we're going to be doing. Which I didn't really understand. <laughs> I didn't fully grasp the situation when Adam was talking to us about it. I'm like, oh, sure, I'd love to just you know hang out and be a part of your show. I didn't realize we're going to have to publicly like say which one joke we thought was better or worse. Mm-hmm. And then it's like going to bring into all the like it's going to question. What do you think like, is going to happen if you when you talk? I don't know. I'm no. afraid that we're going to say something and then someone's going to be like, "Well, you're not even a fucking comedian anyway, so I don't give a fuck about your opinion." And I'll be like, "Oh God, I'm not a comedian." And then I'm going to feel really bad, and then I'm, my face is going to turn red. This is what you think is going to happen? Yes. We know all three of the comedians. They're all very nice. They are very nice, but you know, like I wouldn't like them coming into our studio and saying like, "You're better on air than him," or "He's better on air than you." Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, we're going into their space. Yeah. And saying what they do for a living, like we're judging them against each other this is making me very very well nervous. now the way you're talking about it yeah well, you're making it sound like it's a very intimidating thing yeah, I'm i was just thinking it. this is this sounds like a lot of fun and it just there's nothing on the line for any of this it's just it's just a fun night like you go down there and listen to some really really funny comedians my only problem is they're probably all going to be funny so i don't know how you're going to how we're going to even determine yeah but you know, that doesn't matter one. like be all like whimsy pimsy over there but i mean regardless we're going to have to determine there's going to have to be decisions made. We're going to have to pick one person over the other. <laughs> okay, Ed in the chat says, uh, comedians play to non-comedians for judgmental laughs. You are okay. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're audience members. We're not supposed to be fellow comedians. We're audience members. Oh, I know. We're not fellow comedians. But, I mean, I'm, say, I'm just, I, I get nervous. I don't like saying anything oh, boy. negative to anybody. Is ever. this going to be another one of these shows where you don't talk and you just make me do all the talking? Yes, so I, I'll be talking. You'll no, just sit there silently. No, because I said over. No, I, I said in 2015 is the year that I am getting over my stage fright. Okay. So I'm not going to. So be, you're going to get up there and and you're going to. I'll get up there and do my thing. Oh, oops! I just paced my. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to in the live chat. I was trying to paste the event so that people could see it, and I just pasted down some of my uh, some of my rhyming skills on accident. Oh wow! Yeah. So. <laughs> there they are for this everybody to see. It's just amazing right now. Um, yeah, so it's it's going to be awesome. Funny Humans versus a Game of Force, and it's going to be at Kickstand Comedy Space, which is at 1969 Northeast 42nd Avenue. That's 1969 Northeast 42nd Avenue happening on March 12th, which is tomorrow night at 9.30 p.m. So if anybody wants to come down and watch, Sarah will be on the microphone, and uh, she will be... As little as possible. She will be talking the entire time, <laughs> and it'll be it'll be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. I so am thank you, for it. thank you to Adam for having us on this thing. Yeah, and any night that I get to watch comedy is always a good night. So absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Oh yeah, and David Mascoro, he'll also be there as well. He's, cool, cool. he's uh, co-hosting it. So awesome! All right, there we go. Uh, should we do a little bit of uh, a little bit of world of crazy? I don't know. Should we? I think we should. 
So Greg was just saying how he accidentally posted his rhymes in the yeah, chat. Yeah, in the live chat, I was trying to post the link to the event, which if, the link to the event will be on our page at funemploymentradio.com for this episode. And I was copying and pasting just really quick to throw that in there for the for the live listeners. Instead, I accidentally pasted down some of my some of my rhymes I had written out. So now everyone can actually see them. That's kind of embarrassing. I kind of wish that hadn't Your happened. Your face is actually quite red. I really wish that hadn't happened. I think happened. you should just read them. No, no. Should I just read them? I was testing out some different rhymes. You're going to do them wrong. Uh, is my flow not going to be as good as yours? Well, your flow is clearly not as good as mine. I can read the hands on a clock, so I know it's time for me to lay down my funky rhyme. I'm hopping on the school bus all by myself, and I ask a grown-up to help me put my bags on the shelf. I roll into history class. Going to learn about the past. Man, getting an education is such a blast. You didn't read them right, but that's fine. Yes, it was just the context that they were bad in. In the with the beat being thrown down, it's all different. It's way different. It sounds, yeah, you don't know how to do it right. Greg Nibbler exposed. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, Greg. Got some stories for you. Okay. First up, out of Wyoming, at a Cheyenne, Wyoming, police. Uh, are now on the lookout for a man and a woman who are said to have stolen more than $9,000 worth of women's undergarments from a department store. $9,000 That's from a, a department lot. store. That is a lot of underwear. How much? I don't know how much women's underwear costs, but that does seem rather like a rather high it amount. It seems like an excessive amount. That seems so like a big is, dollar amount. <laughs> this is $9,000 worth of underwear from a, a JCPenney store. In Wyoming, uh, so a police spokesperson said that the shoplifters made up with just over or made off with just over one thousand pairs of panties. How do you? Ew, gross. Panties. How do you? How do you get a thousand pairs out? A thousand pairs. So I guess they were worth nine. That's an inside job. So I guess they're like nine dollars a piece. If it's you know a thousand, you pairs. can't just walk out the door with that. I know. So video surveillance shows uh, a man and a woman leaving the store with a large plastic bag full of underwear. A thousand pair of underwear, to be precise. That so, is a... I would think that that would take more than one plastic bag. I would think that would be pretty noticeable. Yeah. Yeah. So this I, is an I've inside actually, job. I've seen the surveillance video. It's like a big plastic like garbage bag, basically. And they fit a thousand pairs and into they put it. Th- they fit, I'm surprised that JCPenney carries a thousand pair of underwear. Right? Yeah. That like, seems that's like a, a lot. lot of underwear. That's a lot. Did women go through underwear that quick? No, I don't think so. Okay. No, but I mean, even even on the displays, like they're usually only like a couple sizes at a time laid out. But they they had time to sit there and just stuff all these in a garbage bag, and nobody paid any. Nobody attention? paid any attention to them at the JCPenney in Cheyenne, Wyoming. They're a loss prevention department. It's going to be in a little <laughs> bit of trouble. All right. Yeah. So uh, store employees did not notice the theft until after it happened, and the pair got away uh, long before police arrived. Uh, so, in case you were wondering, the brands of, of said panties, Greg. Stop using that word. That word is so gross. They're there is no one who likes that word. <laughs> I don't think, I think pretty much everyone on earth gets, uncomfort- gets co- uncomfortable around that word. Like, I'm, I can't even speak. I just hate that word. Between you releasing your, you know, unreleased raps and then you talking about panties. Yeah, it's really... You're it's, just really uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, so, police, police estimate roughly 800 pairs of Ambriel brand panties and 200 Stop. pairs of flirtitude brand flirtitude? panties were taken yes flirtitude flirtitude wow next up 
and horrible people news. That's uh, it. So they're they, that's they're just, on the run. They're on the run. They're, they're on the caught. run with their thousand pair of panties. No, police are on the are on the lookout. So once again, this this brings up the question of <laughs> stolen goods. You know, we have the stolen meat issue here in Portland, where people are stealing meat and then selling it to other grocery stores or restaurants or on the street. Um, would you buy? Stolen no. underwear. No, I would not buy Somebody stuff. walked up and still had the tags on it. No. Still had tags. The tags aren't the part of the underwear. And these are I'm nine dollars a piece. And what if they I said, don't give you two know what? shits if they were a hundred dollars. I'll give a you piece. five for ten bucks. Five for ten bucks. Would you buy them at five for ten dollars? No, Greg. At no amount of money would I buy someone's off the Would you buy them for a dollar a piece? A dollar a piece. No amount of money. A dollar a piece, Sarah. I mean, think of the savings you have. No amount of money. A dollar a piece. You would be normally be spending ninety dollars for ten pairs, say. That's a lot of money for underwear. I'm sorry, I don't right. invest that much. Ninety dollars. That's why you could save eighty bucks by buying them ten for a dollar. Yeah, that's not happening. I would not buy. No, I would not buy off-brand. No. On the street corner underwear. I think you just haven't been put to the test with that. Okay. Yes, I think if tested, I, I think, think I with will the stand savings, st- I think with if the savings were in front of you, you would you'd feel different. I think about we it. will stand strong. Okay. I think I will. I'll be okay. Yeah. All right, out of Parma, Ohio, at least five patrons. Again, they got away as well. All these people are just getting away with stuff. Uh, five patrons were involved in an attack uh, involving employees at Chuck E. Cheese oh, this past weekend. So the incident happened about seven fifteen p.m. on Sunday during a birthday party. That was happening at Chuck E. Cheese in Parma, Ohio. So the patrons uh, involved in the fight fled before police arrived, and nobody has been arrested. So what happened? These employees were injured and taken to hospitals to be treated following the incident. Um, What led up to the incident was a man confronted one of the Chuck E. Cheese managers near the kitchen because one of the video games wasn't working. The manager apologized, but then the guy began beating the manager. (laughs) And at least four other patrons joined in on the attack. Over over Where was this at again? I'm, I'm sorry. It's in Parma, Ohio. Parma, Ohio. Parma, Ohio. What kind of... Were they there with children or were they just there they by there themselves? Chil- they were there with children. I don't think you're allowed to go into Chuck E. Cheese Well, that's what I'm saying. This seems weird that... Okay, all right. So so they were there with kids. They were there with kids. They what beat, video game was it? It doesn't say. Uh, so they beat the manager. Five people did. Jesus. So five employees then came to the manager's aid and were able to get the five people who were attacking him off of him. Uh, now Parma investigators. What's got to be going on in your life that you're that pissed at a Chuck E. Cheese? I mean, Chuck E. Cheese isn't fun for anyone if you're an adult. I mean, it's not fun. You know, it's, it's a bunch of screaming kids. I loved it when I was a kid, but mm. no, I don't want to be around there. No. They still have the mechanical, like, dancing. No, they do not. Oh, they don't have that Again, anymore. you are from a different time and place, and that's why your child raps will never work. But, I mean, you're already going to be unhappy, but unhappy enough to start beating the poor guy who's got to work there every day? The I want to know what the video game was. What was the video game? It does not say the video game, Greg. I have no idea. It's being noted in chat, booze, they were probably drunk. Do you, can you drink at Chuck E. Cheese? Is, do they serve alcohol? They do serve alcohol at Chuck E. Cheese. Wow. So maybe they're, yeah, maybe they wanted to play some Frogger, and Frogger wasn't working that day. I'm going to go with Frogger, Greg. That's what it was. Just um, the, the story when that guy goes to jail, like, I was arrested for beating up the manager at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, and he will get arrested, too. So they're going through surveillance tapes. I guess they have to go to Chuck E. Cheese corporate to get the surveillance tapes to find out who was involved in the severe beating of a Chuck E. Cheese manager. Did you get it? Yes. No, I, I, I did get it. All right. Awesome. Donde esta la biblioteca? 
señor? ¿Hay problema? Out of Moscow, Moscow city officials say uh, Moscow, Russia, the motherland, not to, uh, not Idaho. Yeah. Sometimes they get confused. Like yeah, Vancouver, they mix Washington, them up. Washington, yeah. Vancouver, Canada. What's the right way to say, because uh, I know in, is it Moscow or Moscow, Idaho? Because they get mad if you say it the wrong way. I think it's Moscow. I don't know. Whenever I live I mean, near you it, went I just to always called it, it Moscow. Moscow. Yeah, which one is it? I don't know. Because I remember I, I got, uh, some somebody got very upset with me one time because I said it the wrong way. All right, well, I'm probably saying right, I'm it not the sure. wrong way. So anyway, yes, forward. it's a tiny town in Idaho, so it's not that one, It's though. not That's the tiny the town thing. in Idaho okay. that, ho- that uh, is home to the University of Idaho Vandals. Yes. It is not that. Yes. This is the other one. I took a shot of Everclear in Mos- Moscow, Idaho once. That is such an exciting story. It was really dumb. Mm-hmm. I really wish I hadn't done it. Okay. But scarred me for life. All right. Moscow, Russia uh, city officials say they're planning a service that will allow household, uh, particularly women, to rent husbands for an hour to do work around the house. This is a big announcement. Uh, so this is uh, from Moscow's Social Protection Department. Uh, says the husband for an hour service will allow residents to secure the services of a handyman to play the part of their husband for an hour uh, to perform duties such as uh, fixing leaky faucets and putting up shelves. And what other kind of duties? Uh, I don't. That's, it's, it's for the handyman stuff. I don't know what else is involved. Uh, the service will be free for low-income houses and uh, will be available to others for a fee. So for a price. So for free, you get some dude to come over and like fix stuff? Fix stuff for an hour. So I got, There's stuff at my house that I don't want to fix. You could get a husband for an hour. <laughs> if it's for free, mm-hmm. some dude's going to come over and fix some shit so I don't have to... Like there's a there's a wall in my basement I want to repaint. Like well, yeah, <laughs> go paint that. I haven't, I haven't wanted to do it yet. Now, this has existed in Russia for some time. There are a number of private businesses that offer similar services, uh, but this is going to be the Moscow Husband for an Hour Company, and it offers uh, quote young and strong men with a huge set of technical skills. This available sounds like an innuendo for something. Around the gonna... clock for one hour at a time. It says. Uh, it says. You've spent, and not a sexist statement whatsoever, it says. You've it's spent, Russia. You've spent a lot of time in a store selecting a new light fixture for your hallway to perfectly match your new decor, the company says, about uh, on its website. It says, goes on to say, but you're a beautiful woman with a killer manicure that was done only yesterday, and you're not ready to get intimate with a noisy and horribly vibrating drill. Who can come to your rescue in this case? Assertive men who will call yourself your husband for an hour are on their way to your home. <laughs> Company officials say the service is marketed to single women, but is also often used by young families lacking in technical skills and elderly residents. With because of your ugly looks, you have no man of your own. We help you. <laughs> so, kind of so if you don't want to ruin your beautifully manicured nails and you live in Russia and you'd like a husband for an hour, that's going to be something you can do. For free. For free. Huh. From Moscow to Indonesia... So we're talking about renting husbands. Now, from renting husbands to yeah. being able to purchase a wife. Okay. In an attempt Indonesia. to sell her home, <laughs> in an attempt to sell her home, one woman has gone to extreme lengths in order to sell her house by offering herself to be your wife as part of the bargain. Yes, for a mere fifty thousand dollars in Indonesia, you can purchase a house and get a wife along with the deal. Now, at first it was assumed that the online real estate listing was a joke, but indeed it was quite the contrary. This woman is selling herself and her home online. Her name's Wina Lai. Uh, She's from Indonesia. She listed her house on sale with a local real estate agent with the tagline, Buy the house and you can marry the owner. 
Salai confirmed that the listing is not a joke and that she'll consider marrying any man who wants to buy her house. <laughs> That's pretty desperate. Yeah. What makes her such good wife material? That uh... well, she's so, she's heartbroken. She was previously married and she lost her husband and in, uh, in two thousand and has been lonely ever since. And well, that's now, sad. I know, right? But the now forty year old is hoping that her real estate advertisement might help her find a new partner. She says, "Yes, it's true. I'm really looking for a partner. My goal is that this house is to be sold. But if I meet another partner, it's important that he be single." Whether a bachelor or a widower, responsible and mature, and wanting to buy the house. Uh, the ad says, offer of the century, buy the house, and you can marry the owner. Turn, terms and conditions apply only for serious buyers and without negotiation. So she wants to marry you and you want the house? That's it's it. Done. It's done. It's done. You're huh. spoken for. So she does that. The guy pays for the house because she can't afford it right now. Marries her, then she divorces well, him, and then she gets to keep the house. It doesn't say that she can't afford it. Well, then why is she selling the house? What's, I don't what's know. The, what's the lure of that? I'm assuming that's the reason. Because if the guy's be. going to buy the house, she's got to stay there, so it's not like she's planning on moving. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it doesn't say that she has to like she has to do it because of you know monetary reasons. It just says she wants to sell it and then find herself a potential suitor. Mm, something's something's fishy. About something's this. a little yeah, uh, a little off. amiss. Yep. What's her name? Her name is, uh, let's see, sorry, let me pull this up. Her name is Wina, W-I-N-A, Lie, L-I-E. That's probably. Wina Lie. All right. I was just going to take a look here and see what we're, what we're working what we're with. What we're working with? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Something to work with? Mm, oh, no, okay. That was Diana Lie that came oh, up. Oh, okay. That's somebody all, uh, different all entirely. That that person, yes, that, that would be worth buying a house for. All okay. right, never mind. Okay. Well, there you have it. You, too, can get a house and a woman in Indonesia for a package deal. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. And who doesn't want that? <laughs> get it all at the same time. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a, there's a couple of pictures. Okay. Well, you know. Yeah, not too. Not too How much terrible. is the house? $50,000. $50,000? hmm Oh, wow. Well, that's a, that's a pretty good deal right that there. That is a pretty good deal, right? Okay. I'll think about that. No, I won't. All right. Um, why don't we go ahead and take a break here coming up? But you know what? Before we do that, because our guests are going to be here in any minute, I do want to remind everybody of a fine place that you can go shopping here in Portland, Oregon. Well, where is that, Greg? That would be Asylum. Oh, I love that place. Asylum on 37th and Hawthorne. Fantastic sponsors of Fun Employment Radio. Um, all kinds of amazing vintage furniture and then just awesome Awesome, just straight up gifts and cool things. And it's for any price range. Like if you're looking yeah. for vintage furniture, it's affordable. If you're looking for small trinkets, be it like a Day of the Dead light switch cover or perhaps like a rotating, like amazing globe thing that yeah. like moves by itself. Or like fancy, like like art- artistically crafted, like metal spoons and forks and stuff or any kind of candle, anything you want. I buy all of my presents for everybody there. Yeah, I do too. I do too because it's, it's just fantastic. So Asylum on 37th and Hawthorne also... The only place where you can go into a store and pick up a Fun Employment Radio hat. Mm-hmm. Yes, our hats are there. Our hats are very nice, and I feel like people aren't understanding how actually, like, seriously, they're really nice. So, I Fun know, Employment we put them Radio hats. For you guys to buy, like we like, and you know, they aren't super expensive, and we really mm-hmm. like them, and we'd love for you to wear one. Yes, I saw one yesterday on the street on a stranger. It was very exciting. Yes, uh, I saw one on. on a, oh, really? That's pretty cool. And then. Uh, uh, Jesse at uh, Landmark Saloon wears one as well. Oh, yes, which awesome. is very cool. So anyway, uh, go there to Asylum, 37th and Hawthorne. Pick yourself up a hat. Go around. Check everything out. It'll make you make you look cool. 
and you'll buy cool presents for there everybody. You go. So there we go. Mm-hmm. Asylum. Asylum. All right, let's take a break, and we'll be back here in just a couple of minutes with Alex Falcone and Anthony Lopez awesome. right here on FunEmploymentRadio.com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Now I feel like we should just both start talking to Anthony on each side of him. I know, we just start really talking and have the and same like, thing going yeah, at the same and time. just kind of blare it right mm-hmm. at just him. Just do it because Maybe. that's what he's used to yeah, right now. Yeah, I think that would kind of work. <laughs> Welcome to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And as promised, we are joined now by Alex Falcone. Hey. Oh, hey there. Oh, Hi, hey. Guys. Oh, hey, buddy. Oh, hey. It's weird that you did a callback to a thing that was off the air. I know. Yeah. Anthony's hearing stories and stereo. I know, that's right. Yeah. That's what we like to do. We like to leave the listeners puzzled and never getting answers. <laughs> puzzled and confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. At some want... future episode, we'll explain. <laughs> and they wanted to know. They should have been here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> is, is my Every... mic on? Yeah. Uh, yes. It is. It might me, uh... Can you hear? I can't hear myself. All right. That's fine. Every, every show is like, it's, it's an opportunity. Yeah. I think it's completely up. My headphones are dead now. Okay. Oh, the headphones. Let's not worry about it. All right. Okay. All right. We'll skip the headphones. And we won't play things behind you. Classy. I know. Yes. We are keeping it up to date right now. So the audience always feels like they just got invited to the party a little too late. Mm-hmm. So just just missed it. And yeah. now we've proven not a great party, so don't yes. bother. Snooze, you lose. <laughs> That's my policy. Oh, sometimes I like Alex's snobbery and sometimes it's just oh, a me. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, this is how we're going. <laughs> we're going with that. I thought we were friends. We're the broken headphone party now, apparently. <laughs> my headphones were great. It's because he's not... And then he's, he was not a promised guest. He's a bonus guest. Yep. So he doesn't get four. We're very happy. Who was it that came in here and broke the headphones? Uh, uh, Todd. Uh, Todd Glass. Todd Glass did. He came, snapped, snapped him in him. half. He's like, "Whoops, sorry," and then left. We're like, "Okay, those were like fifty Like he wasn't headphones. booked on the show or anything. He just <laughs> yeah. was just cruising by. He's like, "Hey, what are these? Snap! I'm out. <laughs> See you, bitches. Good yeah. luck buying some new ones, motherfuckers." Yeah. <laughs> just waited for someone to leave the elevator and hopped in so he could get in the building. <laughs> <laughs> that Todd Glass. Yeah, that's classic. You never Todd. know. Classic Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Seville TG move is what we call it in the biz. <laughs> so, guys, so you have a show coming up this weekend? Yeah, yeah. We're, this is uh, it's our March edition of Late Night Action. It's nice. coming up Saturday at 7 p.m. at Mississippi Studios, and it is going to be a humdinger. Yep, that's our official yep. marketing humdinger. Thing. That's a we, that's pra- we, went, we workshopped that the, the we working had, title right yeah. now. <laughs> it's a Focus humdinger of a show. It. Yep. The focus group did not like Barn Burner, but they nope. were all about Humdinger. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's great. You guys are f- fresh off your appearance on we the show. We are. Yeah. Was that the last one that you had? That was our last show, yeah. Oh, yeah, that I want to so say, much fun. Yeah, thanks yeah. again for having us on. That was that was really awesome. It was, it was so a really delightful. good time. It was, it was so delightful. Show, the yeah. full video is going to be out in a day or two, so people will be able to oh, see sweet. it. I'll make sure you guys know about it. Awesome. Okay. Uh, super funny. And... Uh, you guys proved once and for all you're better co-hosts than Bree and I. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very strange the the Pee Wee question. That's, still, yeah. yeah, that's still. We had Sean. Me. Did we that... have Sean Jordan in soon after that? And he was the one who was was like, "How did you know about the Pee Wee question?" Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's because I'm obsessed with Pee Wee. That's the problem of it too. It's like I'm that obsessed with Pee Wee that football? you would go with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As we're yeah. talking about, oh, that's what I was saying. Oh, he was saying Pee Wee football. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's all for the kids. Little tiny marbles. Yeah. So that was last time, and this is your March edition. It's going to be a humdinger. Yeah, yep. the humdinger, which is uh, you know, headlined by our congressman, Mr. Earl Blumenauer. I see that. Yeah. That's the, that's pretty cool. The impossible to spell Earl Blumenauer. Yeah, and then he's a uh, well for anybody who doesn't really follow. He's the guy with the with the bow tie. The yeah, he's the bow tie. Mm. Rides a bike. Guy. He's yeah. the Portlandiest congressman you can imagine. <laughs> yeah. uh, he is going to come in and talk about farm policy. He's got like some very interesting. 
he's like such a super nerd about like politics, which maybe sounds obvious, but is not true of a lot of congressmen. But he's mm. like he's a wonk. He's he's got so many things he's super excited to talk about, and I cannot wait. Now oh. I got to ask. So how are you going to going to turn that into comedy? Like well, since he's talking about politics and and like detailed policy stuff. I mean, the guy wears a bow tie. Like, he does plenty, wear a bow tie. We <laughs> have plenty to go on. He has his kooky side. I mean, I- it's gonna be a. And I mean, it's not going to be comedy. We're going to take him to task. <laughs> right. We got him. It's, we don't call that seat the comedy seat. We call it the hot seat <laughs> for a reason. We uh, we we focus grouped that term. They liked hot seat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of marketing research goes into we, this show. We spend yeah. a lot of time. Yeah. Everything. yeah. I mean, the way we see it is like, let's not pay any of the writers or staff now. Put all that right. money in <laughs> focus grouping. It so just, eventually, <laughs> we'll be making that paper later. Right. You yeah, know it's a great experience. Great for the resume. Yeah. Anthony yeah. is one of our senior writers, and we took. His entire his entire yeah. paycheck and put it into deciding what to call him, mm-hmm. and we settled on senior writer. We thought he would like that. Yeah, I think we just saw the promotion right here before the show. Yeah, yeah, I just got yeah. that promotion. I was hoping for writing though, but I, <laughs> you win some, you lose some. No, it didn't test well. Yeah. Uh, we're. Uh, I mean, the thing is, it's going to be the opposite of a hot seat. We are a softball interview, as you know. <laughs> this is going to be an easy night for him, and. Uh, I mean, I, I I care about that stuff, so I think it's really fun. And also, uh, Brie is really funny, so when we get to – and doesn't care about stuff like that. So as we get – if we get nerdy, <laughs> Brie will make fun of us yeah. and call us nerds. Yeah. And now, have you met Earl uh, Blumenauer before? I have not, although I talked to his people for a while on Monday and about like the stuff he's excited about, and I had such a good time. I'm so into it. It's going to be great. <laughs> you are like giddy. Yeah, right? I mean, they, the, they, the, the stuff like – because you showed me some of those notes, and yeah. it was like, you know, uh, all of his – you know. His politics is really excited. I wasn't expecting him to be so excited for Kendrick Lamo's new album. Yeah, he's really into it. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, All about it. Everybody is. Uh, yeah. Everybody is. Oh, who isn't? The, uh, uh, his people were like, also like warned us there's a few like pat jokes he'll probably use that he does every time he's doing a speech oh, he's got, about he's something got, like, like his staples. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set him up. I'm going to give him some little pitching Oh, you're going to lob them to him? Well, oh, oh, that's awesome. Easy ones for some what jokes. you should, I didn't know, but what you should do. Is say them first. <laughs> Get them I in. About that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Out fox a fox. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get them in the corner. Opposition research. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would. That's why we call it the hot seat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's actually secretly evilly genius. Yeah, I do feel really like that. that. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you ask every guest who comes on, do you have a great story? And they're like, oh, I had this crazy car accident. And then I start every interview with, I got in the worst car accident yesterday. And <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah. They can't top you. Just take it away from them right at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> As you know, our policy is to ruin. In every relationship we get, yep. yes. so we start with a uh, we 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 trick someone onto the show and then ruin it. Now, were you told to not specifically talk about something? No, no, they weren't That's at good. all. Although, I mean, I did tell him that it was going to be about what they wanted it to be about. Mm. That this is not an ambush. So, if he had said like, "Don't talk about something," I wouldn't talk about it. Not mm. even here. I'm. I mean, it, it's a light. It's a light show. It's super fun. I mean, like, yeah. and we're gonna have him and Daria. Portland radio legend. Yes, so it's gonna not be a like, tune character from the MTV series. Yeah, not the <laughs> which. That's what I first thought. I was like, I don't know how we're doing that. <laughs> I was like, we're gonna it's have like some, get, though. some yeah. gorilla, <laughs> some gorilla styles, like like animated projection on the scene. Right. And I was like, man, would, we'd have a team of animators who have that, to keep drawing her in response to whatever we say. Yeah, when yeah. I saw that, I was like, man, that money we're not paying the writers with. It's really going <laughs> some good use. I would. Lo- it would be like it takes like a year to get produce every answer to a question because yeah, yeah. they just have to animate it from scratch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but no, we have we have. 
we have her, and it's just such a weird. We have the the radio one. Well, and so if you don't one. live here in Portland, Daria is a host on the radio here on 105.1 The Buzz. Yeah, and, yep. and has been for a long for time. For years yeah. and years, She's yeah. Long time Portland radio personality, and she is so the opposite of Earl Blumenauer. <laughs> uh, that that's the, that's the kind of fun that I like to have. Is yeah. If his segment gets a little dry, her segment will be so bananas. I I had I did an event with Daria a little while ago where she we were at the zoo. And there was a video they were supposed to play. She was, like, emceeing this fundraising. And there was a video about these wild dogs in Africa. And the audio cut out. And so she just she's hid herself behind the podium with the mic and just improvised the words she thought the person should be saying. <laughs> <laughs> and it was probably the funniest thing I've ever seen. And it was, like, a stuffy fundraiser. And the crowd was not into it. And I loved it. I, it was just our little table of the comics and her husband, and we were just falling over laughing yeah. at her um, <laughs> reimagining this dialogue. She really put the fun in fundraiser. She, <laughs> yeah, it's a fun freezer. Wow. I don't know what we're doing yeah, with it, but the big bucks right there. Yeah, that's where that's going. Writer, like, Lopez. Uh, I respect when people can think on their feet like that. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, and just to be like, I just love the bit. fact that the people were stuffy and didn't get it. Yeah, yeah, well, that's just, not, they were not. A, I don't. This is how it's supposed to go. They were really concerned about the safety of these wild dogs in Africa and Dari was not uh, and she was like like the lady in the video she was like making fun of that lady's hat I mean it was really great yeah. it was really funny and so I can't wait to just hang out with her That's gonna be, I'm looking forward who else do we have and we have uh, comedian Gabe Dinger great mm. question Anthony uh, also <laughs> very timely as well yeah. Yeah. long time Portland comedian D- Gabe Dinger and hilarious uh, guy if you haven't mm-hmm. seen him before definitely Get excited! Yeah, one of, yes. one of the one of the grosser mustaches in Portland comedy. Mm-hmm. Do you still I, have that? I like yeah. it. Okay, I think he of course really like makes it, it work for him. <laughs> he's, he's like only ten percent grosser than your mustache, so of course you're into it. <laughs> yeah, gross I mean, well, if I just have the mustache, it's pretty gross. <laughs> it's working with like the beard. Yeah, I got like the stuff around it though that kind of complements it, brings it together. You know? <laughs> Do you ever go just solo mustache without the? the you know, if yeah, if the girlfriend pisses me off, I want to get back at her a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, it's God damn it. I can't believe you did that. Know what? Now you got to live with this. I never have to see mustache. it. <laughs> you know? That's true. I just put it in my point. Eyes. Don't look in the mirror for a little bit. She's got to wet- deal-, deal with it. You know? I, I do that if my, my wife's on vacation for a while. I'll grow like a I'm free beard. Mm-hmm. Uh, free beard. That's free what beard, yeah. People yeah. yell that whenever I walk around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Did was... Now, do you grow the beard, beard sans mustache, or do you let it just all come in? You know what? This is like two and a half weeks of growth. I don't know if you guys can see this at home. I, uh, I, I can't see it do not here. need to shave. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> this is almost a full beard. That thing that Anthony's wearing would take me years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, this takes me a long time. Like, I, a lot of people think I trim this because I have like this really kind of gross beard sort of thing. Like, it's very thin. It's a little like a uh, like like a like. Like strappy. A, a chin strap. Like, yeah. yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's yeah, a little backstreet boys and, yeah. yeah, And people always like think like, like wow, that's a weird choice. Like you shave it to look like that? Like, no, this is how it grows. This is the only place <laughs> This is there. just it. This is just what it grows in. I, so. I didn't mean to yeah. make it a, a complaint, but because the, the people call me baby face Falcone. I just can't grow facial hair if I want to. Well, that's because you have a very more. small face. Too. Yeah, it is. It's like disproportionately small head on an adult body. It's kind of crazy. It's oh, not true. Don't that. look okay, at that. Okay, it's, it's not. not. I'm like, we were, no, yeah. no, we're doing it a, looks That was a bit from bit, senior yeah. writer Anthony Lopez. <laughs> so sorry, so sorry. And then we also have Shirvana, the uh, uh, Russian-English band, the, the bilingual band. Yeah, I was, that, I was noticing that. that. Very interesting. I somehow completely did not know that. <laughs> I'm excited about that. Junior writer Anthony Lopez <laughs> oh. recently demoted. Oh. 
No. Yeah, Shervona, I was uh, a long time ago. I was in a mo. Is that how you pronounce it? Shervona. I don't know. I'm just going to go this with that. This is one of those things where I've just seen it in writing so many times. Shervona? 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 I'd go with Shervona. Shervona? It a little bit like. It sounds like my Shervona. I don't know if we want to do that. <laughs> sounds like, like uh, But Shervona sounds like. like Nir- never Nirvana. mind. Yeah, yeah Shervona sounds like. Uh, like like a Nirvana cover band that has a gimmick, but I don't like know what they're doing. It's shares. It's, it's, shares. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's four shares doing a cover band <laughs> yeah. of Nirvana. Yeah. So the share cover band. Yeah, so I you was, were in a movie with them. Yeah, a long time ago I was in one. Um, it's where I played, a, I played a crazy preacher, mm. and they were like the, the backing band. The role you were band. born to play. Mm. Yeah, I know. It was pretty, it was they were pretty the, fun. Like the classic backing band that yeah. preachers <laughs> carry with them everywhere they go. Mm-hmm. They played band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, band, band number one. But they will be performing this Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Saturday. Yeah. You guys no, they're are so very good. good. They're very good. That, that is a, a very well-rounded lineup. Yeah. This is, I mean, this is what I love about the uh, about the format, the late-night talk show format, or really any variety show format, is is just crashing crazy things together mm-hmm. and seeing if they – which they don't always work, but it's like uh, it's like a, a, a Top Chef challenge where they're like, you have to make plums and, and uh, pickles and, and steak, and then they like make it amazing. That's how – no, you're not Top Chef. But, no, I, mean, uh, I watch no. a lot of Top Chef. To give a sort of like sincere compliment to the show is that the the cra- the cla- uh, crashing together things that shouldn't work, and often when they don't, uh, I mean having Bree and Alex there, like the yeah. chemistry on it, they they find a way to make it work. I've seen like it's just really weird. It's something like this kind of like crazy sort of math when like this ingredient plus this ingredient shouldn't work, but yeah. like. Because you guys are there, you guys make it work all the time. Like I've never once seen a show that I was like, "This is a complete train wreck." No, <laughs> overall segments might be train wrecks, <laughs> but they can kind of count. You guys are really good at counterbalancing it with like the next one, you know. Well, it was so fun when we were on it. I mean, yeah. like you had a like the comic artist or a comic book, like, comic book? writer, yeah, yeah. Erica yeah. Moen. Yeah, and then cool um, and cool nuts and cool yeah, nuts. cool nuts, and then a podcast team. Like yeah. it was just it was like a, this random array great. of people, and it was yeah, so fun. It was, that was a real fun one. One of uh, my favorites we've ever done. Yeah, I really like that. I mean, I yeah. just, I mean, you guys were great, and yeah. also just having Cool Nuts around cool nuts just I know. changes yeah. the vibe. I know. It just makes you feel cool. <laughs> I yeah. saw Greg's like, dreams yeah, cool coming true after the show when he was standing there talking to Cool Nuts for like 10 well, minutes. Well, I mean, because I worked with him, kind of. We worked in the same station, but I didn't really interact with him because he was way too cool for me. <laughs> I was we both a, make audio. You know, we're yeah. basically friends. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, we're, we're, we're buddies. We're best pals. Both in show business. I showed him how to run the board. So, but but afterwards, I was talking to him, yeah, and then he he remembered me such a and neat then, dude yeah. uh, and we we he probably i mean he doesn't for sure he doesn't play a lot of shows at 7 p.m. with an all white right, all seated audience yeah. uh, and i asked him about that i was like when's the last time you did an all seated <laughs> show and he was like well we played a prison a little while ago <laughs> <laughs> they weren't allowed to stand that like it, it was another it's perfect that crashing together like yeah. cool nuts had no he had no expectations for it. He was like, "What a weird thing I'm doing!" And yeah. then he just killed it. He yeah, was so yeah. Good. I mean, he, oh, he got him up on their feet. He made him get and up. He got yeah. down. It was really cool. I've never seen. We've had a lot of musical guests from a lot of different like genres and stuff. But I've never seen one that the crowd reacted to so like. Well, we did have the marching band. The marching band, yeah. That's <laughs> the one I was thinking of. That was equally there's a, amazing. There's a band in town called Love Bomb Go Go. I don't know if you've seen them. I'm not They're sure. like a marching band that formed. Yeah, we saw them at the opening of uh, Voice Box. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah them exactly. Uh, they they uh, are just this crazy spaceman marching band, and they're mm-hmm. so fun. And 
we had said on the show that they were coming, but no one knew their name, or not not everybody knew their name, and so the doors in the back of the theater just kick oh, open, wow. and this marching band dressed like hobo space people yep. comes <laughs> That's blazing down yeah. Yeah, yeah. down the aisle, and just it. I mean, people loved it or hated it or yeah. were just confused, and it was such a wonderful moment. I loved that so much. Oh, that's I awesome. I remember like. I knew there was going to be a marching band. I didn't know the, the gimmick or anything about it. And uh, a gimmick's kind of a weird yeah, that sounds name. A little, yeah. That sounds a little mean. But, <laughs> I mean, I didn't know like, the... <laughs> Focus test. A little shtick there you got going there. So I remember like just like, oh, there's going to be a marching band. Uh, and I just... I was in shock. I, mean, I, I was just... I think this was, it was like the, my first my first show I had worked on yeah. for this one. Um, and like the whole show went really good at that. I was just like... This is the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I, I had been it trying to get my, my one of my bookers, I've been asking him for marching band for, since day one, and he does not like marching bands. And I, <laughs> I finally, he was like, our band had, uh, his the band he was working on had canceled, and I did an end run. I didn't ask him. Mm. I was just like, I got the band taken care of. Don't worry about it. Oh, good. And I brought him a marching band, and I was totally right. It was so good. I still have on my list, I want a, like a, an animal trainer. I want oh, like, that jack yes. and a moment where like an, a hawk soars over the crowd and lands on a guy's leather glove. And uh, I really want a hip-hop dance crew. Mm-hmm. I think that would be pretty. Fun. I think both of those things are possible. Yeah, I don't see there's no reason why we couldn't have them on the same show. <laughs> we would yeah. smash yeah. them together, see what happened. Oh man, an animal guy. Is there an animal guy in Portland? Oh, there has to be. Has I would think be. there would be. I know there's I like a reptile guy. Good animals too. Like not like in Portland. I imagine a lot of like brought in a goat in my backyard. <laughs> yeah, like, no, you know, no. Ferrets in a backpack, right? Yeah, no, if we, we can get like game. a small big ant, like big cat or something like that, like a, a small big cat. You know, like the they always medium size. They always bring like baby like. Panthers and Jaguars on Conan. If we get a baby like panther, I would be all about that. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to anybody listening. If you have a baby panther, show up this Saturday. A trained baby uh, panther. <laughs> Maybe don't bring it this Saturday, but get a hold yeah. of Alex and Mississippi Anthony. Studios. Yeah, Smuggle in. That, like a, yeah, yeah. Really, I think even like a, like a reptile person would be cool. Like a snake. Yeah, like that. that sounds more I don't likely. Know if you can do it. And what we do yeah. is we would just we would hide the snake under one chair mm-hmm. right. before people come in. And yeah, then it would yeah. be a surprise guest. Yeah. That'd go swimmingly. <laughs> yeah. We brought out a snake trainer, and he's like, does somebody over here hear anything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could do like like a fake game and be like, the winner is the person in seat 30, middle, like row four, seat six. You have something awesome under your seat, look. <laughs> and then they start one. freaking out. They're like, it stinks! <laughs> put something that then, rattles. Like, yeah. All of a sudden. Lights out. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great. I'm into so, it. Yeah. So no snakes this Saturday. No, However, no, just a big show. A congressman, radio a personality. Humdinger of a show. Mm-hmm. Humdinger. Real humdinger. So this Saturday, so where can people get tickets? LateNightAction.com is a great place to get tickets. Also, that'll have, in a day or so, your the full video of you guys' appearance. So awesome. awesome. There, so they can find that on LateNightAction.com. Oh, that's so exciting. You'll like it. You told the whole story about the game show that we played and everything? Yeah, yes, yes, talked about did, it. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I don't think until people see it. Yeah, you gotta fully see it. understand. Uh, and you I, have to see this in person. Like, it's a really, really fun live show to be yeah. able to go see. Yeah, with such a mixture of different kinds of talents and people. And yeah, and, and the thing about it is that it's it's not just like it's not just a variety show. It is the late late show format. It's mm. late night talk show. There's the mm-hmm. monologue, monologue yeah. about, but it's like Portland news. So if you're, you're you're here in town, you watch it, and it's like topical news about Portland. Mm-hmm. So. Obviously, like one of the things we're talking about this week is the woman who was suing the restaurant. Do you guys see this? Mm-hmm. Who, yeah, for over bad, bad service, service on Valentine's yeah. Day because <laughs> she went to Valentine's Day dinner alone. Yeah. We'll probably make fun of Gresham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got at least we've got a Troutdale, a Gresham, the Lake Oswego joke. Yeah, we're still working on we're workshopping, so I don't know which okay. one is going to make the yeah. final version. But 
There'll well, be at least one. Well, we always sneak, try to sneak like a Gresham disc in there. Yeah, yeah. People like it. Yeah, it's classic. <laughs> yeah. It's classic. And that's the thing. You you go, you watch Conan, and you're like, when is he going to make fun of Troutdale or Gresham? Mm-hmm. And he never does. <laughs> and you can you can right here, have that yeah. same experience, but with more Gresham Well, it's weird that uh, the, the recent one he did in Cuba had a Troutdale joke. I thought that was a weird, <laughs> weird room to do it in. I, they didn't appreciate it, but we were uh, like, yeah. 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 Why don't we get a book a show in Cuba? We can do that now. What do you, you mean we can do that us. now? What is what, was, <laughs> what what is the thing that allows us to do that? They've the same reason that Conan could do it. They opened up like trade stuff with Cuba. Didn't was they? that the one thing that keeping one us thing. from booking a show? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. We've got seventy-five seats in Portland. Next show, Cuba, and we do a show about Portland with Portland guests, and we're gonna go to Cuba. Yeah, yeah. Fucking next level shit. Right there. <laughs> Make that work. <laughs> that would be a great crowd to do that in front of yeah. too. I don't know if we can sell very many tickets to Daria and Congressman Blumenauer in Cuba. I don't know if, he's, if they're, they're a big craving American entertainment over there. And Daria is very, very, very well endowed. Yeah, yeah. they like that. This is this is the radio, oh, sure. man. They, uh, not radio. This is podcast. Uh, no, it's the live show. I don't know what the hell I'm saying. <laughs> Senior writer. Yeah. Senior professor. <laughs> He's, he's a small, big writer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, guys. We're so happy you could both come in. Yeah, thank oh, you for doing Yes. It yeah. always awesome. goes Great. by so fast. I know. So this yeah. Saturday. I know it was longer than we thought, too. Yeah, I know. It was you like 20 ten, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, com. It's called Late Night Action with Alex Falcone. And uh, it's going to be a humdinger. Cool. A real humdinger. Yeah. Get your tickets now. LateNightAction.com. Yeah, totally yeah. worth a great way to spend a Saturday night. So Hell go yeah. do it. Guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in tonight on the Fun Employment Radio Network, Geek in the City. Yes. At about 7.30 p.m. Awesome. Tune in for that. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.